And now, on with the show. everybody whoa what's going on hey all right it's time once again for weekend watch a production of the three guys one up podcast network i'm your host spencer sitting here with keith yo and david what's going on guys hi how's everybody doing this evening doing great thanks how are you i'm good i'm good i want to know all about your guys's lives no no if someone were to make a movie about your lives who would play you Mm. oh man i don't know jason lee uh keanu reeves for keith i could see that you guys kind of look you know you got the beards the hair david i was thinking howie mandel <laughs> you cannot hold it together <laughs> <laughs> you barely got the name <laughs> uh i just don't think supreme court justice elena kagan acts so i don't think she could do it oh, oh yeah She's got a busy right. schedule. All right. She's Bruce got the over there. <laughs> uh, I like how that insult of you and I going back and forth with that from like 11 years ago that we were still just right there with it. I'm pretty it's sure good. it's been longer than it's probably been longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <You're> probably right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but here's the reason I ask because it's biopic week. Woo. Woo. Don't everybody sound so excited all at once. We can't drown each other out. Hooray! Ah. Are about real people. I love it. I like biopics. You guys like biopics? I do like biopics. It uh, it gets me curious. It makes me interested more. It's like, how true is this? And then I go on a Wikipedia deep dive, which yeah. is also equally as fake. So yeah. Plus, like, who wants to read a fucking book? For those <laughs> books are for nerds. Nerds, Ooh, watch nerd. them all learn about Ooh, nerds. You watch the dramatization about their life. You don't, yeah, why don't read a book. Why don't you stream a movie, you fucking nerd? <laughs> Kid Hulu, you dork. <laughs> oh man, let's do it. Let's talk some biopics. Uh, well, well, fuck it. I'll go first. You all. <laughs> uh, my biopic recommendation this week is the 2015 film Trumbo. In 1947, successful screenwriter Dalton Trumbo and other Hollywood figures get blacklisted for their political beliefs. Uh, I'm a pretty big sucker for anything Golden Age Hollywood or in that era, 30s, 40s, 50s. And uh, one of the biggest storylines to come out of that uh, behind the scenes thing is the the blacklist. The House Un-American Activities Committee uh, basically threatening the movie industry to not hire anyone who was uh, accused of being a communist or having any kind of communist ties. I think this came up a few weeks back when we did the being the Ricardos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of similar a, accusations. Well, There's and there is that Lucille Ball shout, shout out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Like radio line. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, the, the Hollywood 10 were the first people to be put on the blacklist. They were the first ones who really got, fucked over completely uh and dalton trumbo was probably the most talented among them uh he wound up it's just a fascinating story seeing what he went through how he served prison time for contempt of congress how he then moved on to shadow writing screenplays anyway um winning multiple academy awards under pseudonyms um very interesting story i really liked it a lot what did you guys think 
I enjoyed this very much. I mean, I the casting was great. I love John Goodman. He's he's never he's just this like fucking scummy dude. <laughs> that like, scene where he's like breaking everything with the bat. <laughs> yeah, Trumbo comes and he's like, "The fuck you want?" <laughs> so I was fucking I rolling. Here. Like, oh man, this was he was he was great. That was that was a great role for him. Yeah, Brian Cranston was was amazing in this role. I mean, even the guy that they got to play John Wayne. That that scene when, um, when Trumbo just like insults the ever loving shit out of John Wayne when they're at that it's, award ceremony. He's going toe to toe with him. The guy's a fucking head taller than him, and he's not flinching back at all. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm a writer, and I know you're a big bad boy actor. Come at me. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I very, very much enjoyed this movie. And I, like I, I think it's poignant. Like, I, I think that it is uh, very much applicable to uh, the current atmosphere. I was going to say, it, I feel it, it's still very relevant. There's still yep. this this stigma around communism and, and uh, cancel culture. Should we say it? Cancel uh, yeah. culture? The I mean, cancel culturists? Go to uh, any Republican's social media and it's all. Uh, cultural Marxism and cancel culture and communism and socialism and by like buzzwords. It's, it's the same shit, man. Yeah. It is. And this is all happening. This, this movie's all happening in the forties. And then like, yeah, you're still seeing the same shit these days, man. Alan Tudyk. I forgot. There's so many good people. in He's this great. movie. Even uh, the, guy, the guy that got to play Kirk Douglas was a fucking ringer. Oh dude, seriously. Right? Dean O'Gorman. He, the he voice? nailed it. He really he did nail Kirk look? Douglas. Like the kind of like little quips he was throwing out there was great. That guy was great. Yeah. Um, even Louis C.K. Uh, was fine. Hopefully, he didn't take his dick out on the set of this. I was. He almost certainly did. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I was, he, was, he, he was at the apex of his career during, at this point. I his was, his dick was all over that set. Helen yeah, Helen Mirren. Awesome dick. Helen Mirren. Like. L. Fanning was definitely saw this dude jack off. Yeah, well, that's I was fortunate because <laughs> I don't think she was over eighteen yet. No, she probably wasn't. You're right. I was telling Mystic that I I, I enjoyed seeing Louis C.K. I enjoy Louis C.K. as a comedian. It sucks that he is a, a sex pervert. Pest. Uh, yeah, a sex pest outside of that. Because I mean, I enjoy. He's a bad actor because he was just Louis <laughs> C.K. in this. That's what he it worked, I mean, it works yeah. for the character. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That, that's what I enjoyed. Both of his TV shows, he played characters named Louie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were stand-up comedians. <laughs> like <I'm, laughs> yeah, he's a bad actor. He's really bad at acting, but he's good at being Louis C.K., and that is yeah. a, a sad sack piece of shit. <laughs> yep, that, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Great movie, though. I enjoyed the ever-living shit out of it. Brian Cranston nailed it. Uh, everybody nailed it and the story really is that good it's it's a good timepiece. it's a good uh biopic it's 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 got everything uh, i don't know like you said this is just a really interesting time and focusing in on this this blacklist that was happening in and especially to trumbo it was it's a cool story definitely check it out it's trumbo currently streaming <laughs> somewhere prime, prime. Prime. It's on prime, prime. Prime video. <laughs> I had to think about that one. All right. We actually, none of us picked the same streaming service this week. Yeah, we spread it out. It was good. Speaking of uh, that, David, what's your biopic? Sure. Um, you know, this is something I have 
had uh, in my back pocket for a minute, kind of something I've been curious to watch, and I finally got around to watching it. This is a biopic based on a documentary of the exact same name from the year before. Um, this is The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, in the 1970s, Tammy Faye Baker and her husband Jim rose from humble beginnings to create the world's largest religious broadcasting network and theme park. Tammy Faye becomes legendary for her indelible eyelashes, her idiosyncratic singing, and her eagerness to embrace people from all walks of life. However, financial improprieties, scheming rivals, and a scandal soon threaten to topple their carefully constructed empire. Um, this woman is fucking burned into my childhood. Uh, if you didn't grow up in the in the like a heavily Christian household, you may not know who Tammy Faye Baker uh, was. Uh, she's passed away. Uh, Jim Baker's still still fucking chugging along, scamming, selling Jim Baker buckets. So if fucking you want some chugging for sure, yeah. wasn't he one of the ones selling colloidal silver for the for? Oh COVID-19? yeah, yeah. He's got Definitely. he's got his bullshit COVID cures as well. He's he is he is the piece of garbage in that relationship. And, and most, uh, most definitely. Yeah. And I've and come you, around again recently. It's like, this guy's still alive peddling oh, yeah. his fucking snake oil. He's just, he's a snake. <laughs> I mean, he's shit, man, guy. Pat Robertson is still on the 700 club today. That's true. That fucking guy looks like the crypt keeper. That's he fucking crazy. supposed to, he, he announced his retirement. We're getting into the weeds here. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, let's talk about anyway. Tammy Baker. <laughs> Andrew Garfield plays a fantastic uh, Jim Baker. He he really nails the part, but you can't look like Jim Baker because Jim Baker looks like a Muppet. So <laughs> they, they did a good job of kind of they, making. They him look really like did. A <laughs> they, but go look up pictures of Jim Baker. He looks like a he looks like a Muppet. Yeah. Um. Jessica Chastain nailed Tammy Faye. Um. The the the. The whole drama that played out. Um, oh man, Vincent, his fucking last name, D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio as uh, Jerry Falwell was haunting. Right. Holy it, shit! It, it was good. It was really good. But part <laughs> of me is like, he basically was just like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do Kingpin. Yeah, but he just did. Yeah, it was Kingpin as a Christian. I'm religious yeah. Kingpin, and, and I mean it kind of is. Like it really felt. I was I was seeing Daredevil all over the place. I was waiting <laughs> for Daredevil to come in and hit him with a with a rod, um, <laughs> a cross. But yeah, this tells like like the synopsis said. This tells the story of the 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 creation of their ministry, the honestly meteoric rise of this woman. Um, and the crash and, and burning as well. Seriously, the crashing and burning hard. She never recovered. Um, like I said, Jim Baker recovered a bit, but uh, that could be due to the massive sexism that is inherent in Christianity. You know, um, you gotta you gotta feel for Tammy Faye, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a sucker in all of that, but she's just a nice lady trying to to do good, right? Yeah. I mean, she, she she she's not entirely she blameless. Willfully no, ignorant I, there, of where it, that yeah, money was yeah. coming from. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, I mean, sure, she was trying to do the right thing, but she was still living an extravagant life, knowing yes. that all their money was coming from people donating to their ministry. And I guess that's 
that's why I word it that way instead of like, oh my God, the poor woman, she's been through hell. It's like, well, though you kind of got to feel for her a little bit, right? Cause, cause you do like, yeah, she's a she, little, she is a bit of a victim and, but she, she deserves some of that downfall, right? Maybe not nearly as, as bad as, I don't know. Jim Baker's a piece of shit. Yeah. Her, yeah. Uh, Jim Baker should have taken the fucking brunt of that. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not going to say he, he even didn't, Take I mean, yeah, he went to that. prison for quite a while, like seventeen yeah. years. But no, he should still be taking the brunt of that. Agreed. He should not have recovered the way that he has. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, fuck this guy. Um. Yeah. This is uh. This is more Good of movie, my though. insistence Great on being. Yeah, it's more of my insistence on being in a, a an insufferable atheist. I, I love to to pick on the big Christian figures. Good. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad. Oh, this is on. Uh, HBO. Nice. Check it out. The Eyes of Tammy Faye on HBO Max. Keith, bring it home. All right. Let me bring it home. Um, I, I think this is a Netflix original. Came out a couple of years ago. Uh, my wife and I got into it shortly after it came out. And I just love this story. It is called Dolomite is my name. Like I said, it's on Netflix. And man, is it a fucking great story. It is about Rudy Ray Moore. And if you don't know who Rudy Ray Moore is, that this is a perfect movie for you because it it explains it pretty well. Um, also, look the guy up. He goes way beyond Dolomite. He goes way beyond kind of everything this movie covers. He's he had an incredible life. Um, he's kind of in a way the godfather of hip hop as well as bringing um, kung fu and black exploitation together. He's he did so much for um, black culture and and it was. It's really just he's he's an incredible dude. Um, while also be being just kind of a an asshole, but, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but um, even Snoop Dogg has said he's like there would be no Snoop Dogg if there were no Rudy Moore. Like this, well, he really did kind of kick off the the spoken rhyme in in the way that it was. And I don't know, he was he was just a really cool guy, and he surrounded himself with some some also really cool guys and they just made themselves successful they just forced themselves into success and it was awesome yeah and I, they they just started from the bottom and and we're like fuck yeah we're gonna make this fucking black exploitation comedy movie and they just did it. they just went and made it and it worked i was looking Completely, at his wikipedia yeah. and it it claimed he was the godfather of hip-hop and i mean that makes sense like the, who was doing what he was doing before that yeah i mean the the yeah it was the cadence and the 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 rhyming style and 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 all that that really just that apparently yeah, had a huge influence on kids of the time kind of the dissing and and the the ego that came along with it as well not just hip-hop music but hip-hop uh culture like this guy embodied it he he slang it out there he was he was really a, a big influence yeah. um and I thought this movie was great. What a fucking cast. If we're going to, uh, man, biopics are good at just kind of flooding people in there. And I, yeah, this one seriously. was really good. Got Craig Robinson, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes, Chris Rock, uh, Keegan Michael Key, uh, Michael Epps is in there. Snoop Dogg was in it. Um, I mean, it, it was just chock full of all sorts of, of great faces. This was apparently a big passion project of Eddie Murphy's. He's been trying to make this for years. And I'm glad he did. Yeah, I'm glad he that he, was, he he was incredible as 
as Rudy Ray Moore. Absolutely. He he was just like going off. Like, this is some of the best acting that I've ever seen out of Eddie Murphy. It was yeah. really, really fantastic movie. Have you yeah. actually watched Dolomite yet? I haven't I have. watched Dolomite. I've I've seen Dolomite. <laughs> I don't know. I like black exploitation and and like I really like his style. It's it's um fucking it's hilarious. An underground movie. Like it it and it it's absolutely uh, it, it floors me every time. Like some of the the scenes that they shot in that hotel are just fucking insane. Yeah. We should uh we should do a, a watch. I've got I've got all four of his, his first four movies on Blu-ray box set. Well, yeah, we should definitely do that. We need Kung Fu and and Dolomite Summer. Yeah, for sure. We'll do some uh, some backyard movies with Dolomite and and the Crippled Avengers. <laughs> All right, right on. Yeah, check it out. It's phenomenal. Uh, crazy story. Got to watch it. Uh, currently on Netflix. Dolomite is my name. That's it. That's uh, that's the Rex. That's the that's the picks. That's the choices we got. That's the biopics uh check them out let's uh, let's move on let's get into some news let's get into some some stuff what do we want to talk about today let's lead it off with the big the big story just dropped today new big. trailer for obi-wan kenobi disney plus original series wow Man, this trailer got me hard i like, yes i i got hard watching this trailer full rock hard uh <laughs> you know i do have to <laughs> i have to confess i i haven't even watched book of boba fett yet not even a single episode. So yeah, I, I am, haven't gotten around to it either. I, I watched it all and it's fine. Yeah. It's I've, all right. I've, I've heard that as well. Um, so I'm slacking on the star Wars, but when I watch this trailer, it's like, Oh, I'm going all in on some Obi fucking one. This is going to be, this is gonna be good. It's so got, excited. Oh man. Just the seeing the high inquisitor. Right. I don't know if you've, have you, did you ever finish rebels? I did. So yeah, you're, you know, yeah man seeing the high inquisitor the jedi hunters just looks oh man i got so i don't even i don't even have words how excited i am for this it, i don't even it looks know like they, they it looks like okay. they nailed uncle owen like that yeah that dude looks exactly like the old actor that i remember <laughs> yeah it came pretty close i i really don't even know what to expect out of this and i'm still fucking stuck that makes me even more excited like i don't know I don't know the story we're going to get. I know it's going to be gritty. I know it's going to be kind of back alley Jedi. You're not going to get the full blown. I don't know. It, it's not the in your face of the prequel movies of, of the Jedi. He's going to have to be slinky and sneaky. Um, I like the little clip that we get of the young Luke, like pretended to be a pilot. And yeah, like, oh man, that was cool. There's some cool little snippets in this trailer. They gave just enough teaser that just got me going. I'm ready. I'm ready for. It. Um. Yeah. Same. Really looking forward to this. Uh. Cool. What else? Uh. Rob Zombie's new movie, The Monsters, has got an official rating. PG. Oh. Oh. I, was, I was honestly expecting him to churn out some gritty R-rated monsters movie. Me too. <laughs> but it's PG. I'm glad he didn't him. do that. Yeah. Also. Also glad after he ruined Halloween. Yeah, I bet you it's still going to be cringy as fuck. Ten uh, I mean, I mean it is the monsters. So I I'll give it a shot. I'll give it. I, I want to check it out. I'm definitely going to watch it because I really like the monsters, and I, unlike many people, really like Rob Zombie's movies. <laughs> He's okay. There's been He's some that weren't hit or miss. so great, but 
overall, I'm a big fan and I'll watch pretty much anything he puts out. He doesn't even make good music anymore. That's not true at all. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it isn't. His last two albums have been fantastic. His last, I don't even, I don't even know what albums he's on since Hellbilly Deluxe. Sinister Urge. I'll give you Sinister Urge was not Jesus bad. Jesus Christ. Have you just not listened to anything he put out since 2003? Yeah, because it's been a whole like hot 2002, dog shit. Yes. No, and it has not. Dog oh shit God. since you're, then. You're fucking, you, oh, you're fucking stupid. You <laughs> stupid ass. God damn it. Now I'm just angry. Are you kidding me? Educated Horses was phenomenal. Hellbilly oh, Deluxe actually, 2 was amazing. I don't remember that. I remember Educated Horses, and it was good. It wasn't phenomenal. It was good. It was phenomenal. Venomous Rat Regeneration Vendor was okay. Then Electric Warlock Acid Witch Satanic Orgy Celebration Dispenser. That was a lot of fun. That sounds really dumb. With awesome singles such as Everybody's Fucking in a UFO. That's a great song title. And the newest one that just came out last year. It's it's just actually, shit, it's only just been a year uh, as of the 12th of March. Just came out the lunar injection Kool Aid. Ah, goddamn the lunar injection Kool Aid Eclipse conspiracy. So he's just putting words together. He yeah, like, yeah. he's trying to he's trying to make a longer title each time. Yeah, pretty much, and shorter like, songs to cover. Listen up to it. It's a fun dog album. Shit music. Getting... Starfish and hot dog flavored water is the longest <laughs> an album title should ever have. And <laughs> probably better music than any of the oh albums. Oh my Spencer god, this is named. the worst take. The worst <laughs> fucking take you've ever had. Holy shit. All right, All right, what do we do on this show? We talk about movies. Uh, now we're talking about Rob Zombie, and <laughs> I'm gonna do a fucking I'm gonna do a franchise breakdown of Rob Zombie films <laughs> next. Just to fucking punish you. <laughs> Go listen to the the last few albums. They're only like a half hour to 40 minutes each. I'll go listen to Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water. (laughs) We'll do that too. That's a great album. It is. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about movies because there's some more news before we like run out of time that I wanted to talk about. All right. Bring it up. uh, What do you got? New Alien standalone movie. Um, We got Ripley uh, who is going to be producing it, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Ridley. Why did I say Ripley? Ridley. Ripley, uh, Ripley. I, I was, yeah, I was going to say, wait, Sigourney Weaver is going to produce you know, Ripley it. from Alien. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ridley Scott. It will be producing it. I, I, I think that's as as much as he's. But still, um, I'm I'm really excited to get uh, a new Alien standalone. This yeah. is going to be fucking. I didn't, Especially with Fede Alvarez directing. Uh, he did Don't Breathe, and man, that movie was one of the best movie horror movies of the decade. Yeah, I, I I agree. I thought Don't Breathe was fucking phenomenal. I think um, the feelings I got from that movie will translate. His his style is going to translate really well into an Alien film. And like I know that the last two Alien movies were not very well received. I mean, probably more than the last two, but those are the ones I'm going to talk about because they're more recent. Did you guys ever watch Alien Covenant and Prometheus? Yeah, I liked what? them. They Prometheus. weren't great, but they were entertaining. I liked I liked Prometheus and Covenant was I don't know it was kind of a reach for me but I mean it wasn't it wasn't awful you're right it, it was it was scratching my my alien itch at the time I think Raised by Wolves has given me like a better scratch to that itch than those movies did that's fair but I just liked them like I said they weren't great but I feel like they were panned a bit much for for being what they were so yeah. I don't know. I think I think they got heavy criticism for 
a movie that really wasn't that bad. Yeah, fair enough. All right, where how are we doing on time? We're we're getting a little close to half an hour here, so let's let's talk one or two more. Uh, here's one I just found a little some news I just found uh, that makes me excited. The there's a new Predator movie on the way, a prequel called Prey that's going to be set this. in the Great Plains in 1719. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Yeah, me too. That uh, yeah, give it to me. Give me give me Plains Indians fighting predator that's amazing yeah yeah i think i think this could have like that like apocalypto sheen to it but an actually good movie without the without the yeah you you said apocalypto and i was immediately like oh no not that but i think you know that that kind of gritty look to it but with a predator right in the middle of it instead of racism in the middle of it. <laughs> that would be nice. That, that would be nice. Yes. Keep Mel Gibson away from this. It's just, I feel like that's a great setting for a predator movie is take it back in time, make it more primitive. Cause like 300 years ago, 400 years ago, whatever, like the predator probably has less sophisticated equipment too. You gotta, well, I mean, so maybe we'll see some of a that spaceship to get here. Nah. Maybe what? it's like a rinky-dink little Rick spaceship. Though. Yeah, like, he just built it out <laughs> of junk from the garage and found his way over to Earth. It's what? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, whatever, man. Fine. Fully decked out predators. Then I want to see him shooting bows and arrows and stuff at him. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like it, we've had the futuristic predator. We've had urban predator. We've had Cambodia predator. Or wherever the first one was. It was in a jungle somewhere. I think it was Guatemala. Was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Man, it's been a long time since I've watched the, the first one. Uh, well, yeah. And then and then they did the horrific Alien versus Predator franchise, which I've still rewatched a few times. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, I, don't, I think people are expecting too much from Aliens and Predators. So it's fun. It's just fun. No, I've got no to I'm looking forward to this one. Like, Aliens and Predators both fighting and dying. Like, it, that... That, in my opinion, had the better like action sequences than something like Pacific Rim that just left me like wanting. I want to see kaiju fighting giant robots. I don't want all that other filler bullshit. And that's where AVP really came through in the clutch. It was like, here's a little bit of filler bullshit, but oh yeah, there's aliens that are killing you. It's aliens and they're fighting predators and that's the movie. Yeah. 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 You dare get caught between them. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Lastly, I guess we should probably touch on this, huh? Netflix has announced they paused all projects and all acquisitions from Russia in the wake of the invasion. Which Good is for them. Big news. Uh, also, because what was it? There was there was something that I posted. Yeah, they were um, supposed to be airing like 20 additional Russian channels in Russia that were going to be delivering Russian propaganda directly to russian households so i think it was a a stipulation of entering the market yeah that the government made them like we're basically like you'll carry these or you won't come here yeah you have to offer all 20 of these channels or you you won't be allowed to broadcast in russia and they were going to do it up until the ukraine invasion and then they said fuck off nope so that's good i'm glad that this is what forced their hand because i was very uh hesitant i don't i don't i i I got a lot of bad feelings about them agreeing to that bullshit 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's the same feelings that I got when fucking Blizzard kicked that streamer off the air at China's behest, and it's it, it's the same feelings that I got when China fucking or when John Cena bent over for China and fucking uh, with the twi- Taiwan incident. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you guys are fucking being led around by your wallets, and it's disgusting. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Oh, well, at least that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, there's been a a big outpouring of support for for Ukraine. Um, So, yeah, that's that is a good thing. All right. Um, Where are we at now? All right. I'm going to toss this one last story in that I've just found. Not found, but remembered. Uh, Did you guys see the AMC is charging surge pricing to see the Batman? Oh, God, I did see that. What the fuck is up with that, dude? Like this, an extra dollar per ticket just because the movie's popular. This is Ridiculous. so stupid. Like it, it doesn't really matter for us here where we are in town. I don't know if you're on the west side in Albuquerque. Like you're you're gonna be going somewhere else to see this movie. You're not gonna go to AMC. Like who wants to spend an extra dollar per ticket? That's right? dumb. Shit, they're, they're already, already fucking, fucking expensive. expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Especially when they were the ones who pioneered. Well, they pioneered a working version of Movie Pass. You know, the subscription based tickets that was genius, like making it work, doing it in a way that's sustainable. uh, And that's a great thing they did. And now they're doing this. That's a 20 steps backwards. Yeah, it seems really outrageous, especially. I don't know. Everything, everything feels like a cash grab. These like every one of these giant corporations is just trying to. I was talking about with Laura just today, like our our product is quality. So your price is going up and our profits are endless and our uh-huh. profits are endless last year, but you're going to pay more this year. And, and you can blame now backwards. You, and now you can blame it on inflation. So it's not even your fault. Right now you have an, now everyone has an excuse to raise their prices like crazy record profits, record profits, record profits, price goes up. And it's nope. just, it's so annoying. I'm, I'm tearing my hair out over it. It's, it's dog shit. And like, I get that um, AMC and movie theaters in general have been dying a slow death and you've got to do something to turn that around, but this isn't it. This is the wrong something. This drives more people away. This makes me go, well, I'm going to wait for it to stream rather than see it in your shitty theater. Fuck you. Exactly. Like doing the subscription service. That was genius. This is stupid and cash grabby and short-sighted bullshit. Yep. Agreed. So that's that rant. Uh, and I think that's it. Drop the ticket. Like this is a popular movie. Let's put more butts in the seats. Let's drop the ticket price by 50 cents. Uh I I don't know. I'm just, I'm at a loss. Yeah. Same. Utterly ridiculous. Uh, all right. Let's call it. That's a, that's an episode. That's a, so we we're done. We did it. We did it. We made it. Can it send it to editing or whatever people say, (laughs) whatever the, yeah. It's in the it's in the can something. Is it? I don't know. In the can. It's in it's in my can. In your can. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Uh, thanks everyone can. for listening. Uh, this has been Weekend Watch. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Join our Discord and talk to us about anything. I don't know. We're pretty lonely in there. Um, we also have a website. It's three guys one up dot com. Click on that website. There's a link there to join our Patreon. Uh, you know, please do. Please join our Patreon. Be a patron. We love you very much if you do so. And with that, we'll see you all next week. Good night.